Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, Today, we're going to get into what I believe is one of the most important things to understand about the Christian faith, one of the the, the cornerstones. You know, there's the, the reality of what Jesus did for us. When Jesus died on the cross, he paid the price for us. So there's his part of it, but then there's the result of what happened. There's his part of that, what he did. There's our action and how to receive from him. And then there's what's the result. And so for us, we know Jesus died on the cross. He rose three days later. And because of his death, his burial, his resurrection, that we're afforded new life, right? We know that for us, uh, we have to repent. We know that for us, we believe in Jesus Christ. And then we, uh, then the result of that is the new creation reality. It's, it's that we're uh, what Christians call born again. Have you ever stopped to ask yourself, if I've been born again, who am I? If, I, if I've been born again, who am I? I can tell you who I was when I was born on July 29th, 1986. I was born in Durban, South Africa in a hospital, and I was born to, to two parents, a father named Franz, who is of uh, Dutch descent, and a mother named Veronique, who's of um, uh, British and French descent. And if you go do Ancestry.com or you see my, my brother did Ancestry.com, you'll, you'll see my lineage, right? A little bit of German, French, English, Dutch, uh, you, you'll see what, who I am according to my bloodline, right? My heritage. But when you were born again, there's a new bloodline that came into play. And, and understanding this, we're going to take a look at Romans 6, Romans 5, 6, uh, 5 and 6. Uh, you begin to understand why, why things are so different for Christians. You know, one of the biggest things that the devil has done is convince people that being a Christian is no different than being, besides your final destination, is no different than being a sinner. And it's just not the case. Christianity is not just simply, I don't do what other people do. That's part of it, but that's not all of it. There's a difference in who you become when you become a Christian. So I want to go to the Word so you can see this. I'm going to read a little bit from the Passion Translation because um, it reads a little bit different. and I think it draws some things out. Romans chapter 5. And let's see here. We're going to start at verse 12. And it says, um, When Adam sinned, the entire world was affected. Sin entered human experience, and death was the result. And so death followed this sin, casting its shadow over all humanity, because all have sinned. Sin was in the world before Moses gave the written law, but it was not charged against them where no law existed. Yet death reigned as king from Adam to Moses, even though they hadn't broken a command the way Adam had. The first man, Adam, was a picture of the Messiah who was to come. So what are we talking about here? You know, the reason that humans are the way that they are, the reason that every single human has a tendency towards sin, the reason that every single human, the Bible says, has a heart that's desperately wicked, the reason why there had to be a flood, the reason why, why judgment has to come is because Adam sinned. So what I want you to see here is that when Adam sinned, death and, death and sin entered in. I want you to picture death and sin as, as entities, right? As almost like a spirit being. So, so Adam bit this apple or whatever the forbidden fruit was, right? He bit this, he bit this fruit. He ate this fruit. And the moment he sinned, there was like a porthole, if you will, that opened and sin entered, 
entered into Adam and death entered in as well. And because of it, sin passed from Adam to every single one of his, um, every single one of his, uh, his children and the rest of the human race. If Adam and Eve had had a child before Adam had sinned, any child after he sinned would have been born with sin in their nature as what we know as a sinner and with, with death in their nature. But if there had been a child born uh, from Adam and Eve before Adam sinned, that child wouldn't have had a tainted bloodline. Why? Because there would have been a pure bloodline. And so that's where Jesus comes in. He didn't come in from an earthly father. The bloodline comes from the father. He came in from a, uh, uh, he came in by the Holy Ghost. And so we know that Jesus was not a sinner. He committed no sin and that made him qualified. But what I want to show you is the difference between sinners and what the Bible calls the righteous. If we skip down here, well, let's keep reading verse 15. And it says, now there is no comparison between Adam's transgression and the gracious gift that we experience for the magnitude of the gift far outweighs the crime. It's true that many died because of one man's transgression, but how much greater will God's grace and his glorious gift of acceptance overflow to many because of what one man, Jesus the Messiah, did for us. And this free-flowing gift imparts to us much more than what was given to us through the one who sinned. For because of one transgression, we are all facing a death sentence with the verdict of guilty. The reason why, when mankind is born, he has a tendency to sin. He's predisposed to sin. It's like if you have an apple tree, an apple seed is going to produce apples. We are born, the Bible says we're born under sin. And so we see that. It says in Psalm 51.5 that we're shaped in iniquity, even in our mother's womb. So someone isn't what we call a sinner because they sin. They're, 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 they're a sinner because it's their nature. Thank you, great, great, great grandfather Adam for making us sinners. Christ came to redeem us from sin. The Bible says in Galatians 2.20 that I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. So what happens at salvation? Salvation is you are a slave to sin before Christ. You're, you're, you're held captive by sin. You don't have a choice but to sin. It may, you may stop drinking, but you'll, you'll, you'll get puffed up in pride. You may stop sleeping around, but, but there'll be something else that'll come. Why? Because people who are sinners who don't have Jesus have no choice. It's who they are. Apple trees produce apples, sinners produce sin. And so it says here, um, and this free-flowing gift, so it says, uh, let's keep reading here, death sentence of all guilty, but this gracious gift leaves us free from our many failures and brings us into the perfect righteousness of God, acquitted with the words, not guilty. Death once held us in its grip, and by the blunder of one man, death reigned as king over humanity. But now, how much more are we held in the grip of grace and continue reigning as kings in the life, in life, enjoying our regal freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness in the one, in the one and only Jesus, the Messiah? In other words, just as condemnation came upon all people through one transgression, so through one righteous act of Jesus' sacrifice, the perfect righteousness that makes us right with God and leads us to a victorious life is now available to all. And then verse 19, one man's disobedience opened the door for all humanity to become sinners. You know, being a sinner is a nature. It's not a, it's not a, oh, he just does a lot of different things. It's a nature. So you look at it like the seed is sinner and that's why the fruit is sin. And so when it says here, this is Romans 5, 19, it says, 
that one man's disobedience opened the door for all humanity to become sinners, so also one man's obedience opened the door for many to be made righteous, perfectly right with God and accepted by Him. When you became a Christian, please hear me, when you became a Christian, your time as a sinner ended. You became, you passed from death to life. You were translated out of the kingdom of darkness and you became into the kingdom of God. You, Your nature changed from sinner to the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. So what is that? If you have sinners, and that was the old creature, what do you have now? It's called the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so you 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 distance yourself from who, and, and, and I'm not talking about you, you separate, you don't talk to, to, to non-Christian people. There's, there's, there's wisdom, especially in your younger years, into not being around a bunch of people who are going to drag you away from the things of God, right? Don't, your best friend, sh- the people who have the biggest influence on you shouldn't be non-believers. You should, you should hang around people who love the Lord. But what it's saying is it's in your mindset, you should understand that you're not like unbelievers. Your nature has changed. So what is acceptable for unbelievers is not acceptable for you. And it's not just a matter of, yeah, they go to the club and I don't go to the club. They watch certain movies and I don't watch these movies. They cuss and I don't cuss. It's an understanding of my nature. My relationship with sin ended when I became a Christian. Now, for me, it took me longer than that to figure it out. I became a Christian at two years old. I rededicated my life at four after a long life of thugging, clubbing, drugging. I'm having fun. But now, seriously, I rededicated my life to the Lord at four. You know, I've gone up to many altar calls in my life, but it took me um, getting into the word and understanding that there's a, there's a, there's a difference between a sinner and there's a, and there's a difference between a sinner and a righteous person. And it's a matter of the nature. So I want you to say this with me. Uh, my relationship to sin has ended. Then I want you to say this. My relationship to sickness has ended. Why? Because when sin and death came in, all of, they, they brought a bunch of things with them. They brought sickness with them. They brought depression with them. They brought addiction with them. They, they brought um, oppression from the devil with them. They brought anything that's a calamity to mankind. They brought it with them. So if my if this is why you see people in the word who Moses was 120 years old when he died and his eyes did not dim and his natural force was not abated, that yes, there's a, there's a death sentence in our body. These bodies don't get to last 800, 900 years. The Lord in Genesis 6 put a, a, a lifespan of at, really at the most around 120 years, but, but that we can walk in health, that disease can't have dominion in our life, that depression can't have dominion, that the things that happen to people in the world don't get to happen to us. Life doesn't just happen to us. You understand that you're in the, in a place of dominion, but it's understanding who you are in Christ. I'm not just a sinner. Oh, we're all just sinners saved by grace. No, I used to be a sinner before I knew Jesus. And then I gave my life to Jesus and my nature changed. Yes, maybe since I've been a Christian, I've sinned, but I understand that I'm not going to let sin have rule in my life. And so my nature is different. So when sickness tries to come knock at my door, I say, I'm sorry, you've got the wrong guy. My body doesn't support disease. My body doesn't support sickness. I'm, a, I, I'm not subject to sin. I don't owe sin anything. You know, if someone hasn't received Jesus, they can't 
they, they are a slave to sin. They may be able to, you know, uh, change their behavior a little bit and not do this over here, but there's sins that are easy to see. You can see when people get hooked on drugs, it's easy to see that drug takes, drugs take a toll on people. But then there's sins that are not easy to see. Pride. There's sins of lust that are going on in the heart of people. And so people who don't know Jesus are slaves to sin. But what happens as Christians is people get born again, but then they don't really know. All they hear are these gospel songs. We fall down and we get up, for a saint is just a sinner who fell down and got back up. No, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says clearly that I've been crucified with Christ. The Bible says in in Ephesians 4.24 that my new man is created in righteousness and, and, and holiness. So it's not, you know, there's this thing, it's okay to not be okay. Uh-uh, I disagree. I mean, if you need help, you reach out for help. But as Christians, we're called to overcome. First John 5, 4 says, and, and I'm born of God, and he that's born of God overcomes the world. In Joshua 1, verse 5, it says, nothing and no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Colossians 1, 27 says, Christ in me, the hope of glory. First Corinthians 15 says, says um, now thanks be unto God that always causes us to triumph. And so you begin to see the reason why I expect to win. The reason why cancer will not take me out is because my nature is different now. Well, how come this person's a Christian and they got cancer? Listen, it, it comes down to faith. My people perish for lack of knowledge. There's people who the Lord loves, but they just, they, they don't know, or they've refused to believe. Well, if the Lord wants to heal me, he'll heal me. No, you, you start by understanding that your nature changed at Calvary. His blood was to cover what you did. His crucifixion was to cover who you were. You were a sinner, but now you're saved and you're the righteousness of God. So before I wrap up, I want to read a few more verses here. And I want you to see this. So it says, and just as sin reigned through death, so also the sin conquering grace will reign as king through righteousness imparting eternal life through Jesus, our Lord and the Messiah. We're probably going to do this one in two parts. We'll get into chapter six because we don't have time here. But remember, your, your, your relationship to sin has ended. You're a new creature in Christ. Your relationship to to, to sickness has ended. Your relationship to oppression and depression has ended. You're a new creature. You're born of God. Born to win. Hallelujah. Bless you. We'll see you soon.